0: every team every topic everywhere this is believe good afternoon everyone and welcome back to the believe in louisville podcast here on the believe podcast network i'm your host logan Dotson, and today we will be doing our first ever player profile episode and the focus of it all will be former uofl shooting guard donovan mitchell here we go Alrighty guys, like I said in our episode last week, there won't be any new UofL news in this episode of the podcast because this is actually a pre-recorded episode that I'm releasing while I'm on vacation in Florida. However, with the phenomenal season that the Utah Jazz are having, I think it's a perfect time to take a look back on the amazing career of Donovan Mitchell thus far. Now if we're going to be discussing everything Donovan Mitchell today, I do think that the best place to start is probably at the beginning. Mitchell was born in 1996 in New York, and by all accounts, it seemed like basketball was not actually the first sport that had Mitchell's heart. His dad, Donovan Sr., had a job as the director of player relations for the New York Mets, and Mitchell spent a lot of his childhood around MLB locker rooms, meeting baseball players, and just generally falling in love with that game. In fact, the first first posters that Mitchell ever hung on his wall were that of minor league pitcher Scott Casimir and David Wright when he was just seven years old. Mitchell's love of baseball did not stop him from eventually picking up basketball, though, as he played in several AAU leagues in New York City while growing up. For his freshman and sophomore years of high school, though, Donovan ended up attending Canterbury School in New Milford, Connecticut, playing both basketball and baseball for the team. Unfortunately, though, uh, Mitchell's high school baseball career ended in his sophomore year after a pretty scary injury. While he was dashing for a pop-up in the infield, Mitchell collided with a catcher, and the catcher suffered a broken jaw while Mitchell received a broken wrist as a result. Uh, needless to say, it also ended his basketball season that, uh, that season as well. But after recovering from his uh, wrist injury the next year, he transferred to Brewster Academy in Wolfboro, New Hampshire for his junior and senior years. Brewster is a bit of a basketball hub. It's a nationally recognized program that has crafted some of Mitchell's NBA peers, including T.J. Warren, Will Barton, and Jakar Sampson. Mitchell began attracting a lot of attention from college basketball coaches due to his relentless athleticism, killer footwork, and multidimensional play. While he was still in high school, he attended an event sponsored by Under Armour, and he did a dunk that was later featured on SportsCenter. This exposed him uh, to a national level of attention, and people really started to show interest in what Mitchell could do. He was invited to play in a regional game for the Jordan Brand Classic, ranking 27th in the country by one recruiting service and 43rd by another. Things were looking up for Donovan. It really seemed like he was going to have a solid college career. And he did. Shortly thereafter, he committed to playing for the University of Louisville in 2015. So now let's talk a little bit um, about his career at Louisville. I've heard a lot of people say that Donovan was a bit underutilized during his time at UofL, and that's something that I'm tempted to agree with. However, and this might be a little bit of a hot take amongst Louisville fans, I do think that UofL's chemistry uh, could have contributed a bit to his lower stats, but I'll explain that a little more in a bit. Starting in only five games, uh, but playing in 31 during his freshman year as a Cardinal, Mitchell's stats looked, uh, shall I say, modest, Averaging about 7.4 points, just over three rebounds, and 1.7 assists per game while shooting the three with about 25% accuracy. Now, these are far from you know outstanding numbers. Um, and as I was preparing for this episode, I did a lot of research and a lot of film watching because I just found it very hard to believe that Mitchell would play at such a, a mediocre game. Frankly, um, his freshman year, at least for him, and I think. I started to notice why his play wasn't really at the very best. As I was watching, I started to notice that Mitchell had a hard time thriving in the college setting because the spacing just wasn't nearly as, uh, as good um, for him. He seems to thrive a lot more when he has more space uh, to move around and to show off his footwork, but it seems like the passing lanes and the good shooting opportunities and potential drives to the rim were too clogged up. Not only by opponents while he was in college, but even his teammates. I noticed that some of the bigs on the team at the time didn't have enough court awareness to see that they were in the way of a drive that Donovan was attempting. Or they would force him to take a lower percentage shot, resulting in some less than remarkable stats his freshman year. Mitchell also thrives as a player off of utilizing screens set by teammates. Uh, before making his shot. And UofL, again, at the time, just they were lackluster at that. They they weren't very good at setting screens. Therefore, he didn't have quite the shooting opportunities that he was looking for. There was no tournament for Mitchell to play in uh, that year, his freshman year at UofL, because there was an ongoing sex scandal investigation concerning some escorts between 2010 and 2014, and UofL made the decision to withdraw from the tournament. Now, it is worth noting that while head coach Rick Pitino was involved nobody on the team including Donovan Mitchell were part of that investigation as it happened before their time in Louisville however Donovan's play improved quite a bit during his sophomore year where he played um, in 34 games starting in 33 of those uh, he also averaged 15.6 points nearly five rebounds and 2.7 assists per game with a respectable 41% field goal percentage and maintaining a 35% three-point percentage. Now, those are much better numbers uh, than his freshman year, but they're not quite as shocking as some of the numbers that he would later put up in the NBA. Um, he, he certainly made that improvement, though, and there was a, a lot of work to get him to, to feel more comfortable in the college setting, and he started to, to really thrive a little bit more. Donovan helped lead the Cards to a 25-9 record that season, which was uh, you know, a very good record, tying them for second in the ACC. Sadly, though, Louisville was eliminated from the NCAA tournament in the second round by Michigan that year, losing the game by just four points. Feeling confident about his play during his sophomore season, Mitchell decided to end his time at Louisville um, as a Cardinal and declared for the NBA draft. He initially didn't have an agent, but decided to pick one up shortly after declaring. Now, we're going to start to enter the conversation. He's out of Louisville now, and he's entering the NBA. Donovan Mitchell was drafted uh, by the Denver Nuggets with the 13th overall pick in the 2017 NBA draft, uh, but he never put on a Denver Nuggets jersey. In fact, he was traded that night uh, to the Utah Jazz for their 24th pick. Because he was the 13th first-round pick in the draft, I I was just curious to see who kept him out of the top 10 and after kind of looking into that he was kept out of the top 10 by gonzaga zach collins university of kentucky's malik monk and duke's luke Kennard, who are some mitchell uh some players that donovan mitchell now routinely outperforms these days so i just thought it was shocking that they ended up higher in the draft uh, though they did have uh, more respectable college careers than donovan did Now, I don't think anybody saw what was coming when Donovan put on that Utah Jazz jersey because when he did that, he essentially transformed into another player and started transcending his game into into far other, better places. On July 5th, 2017, Mitchell signed a four-year rookie-scale contract with the Jazz. Just six days later, though, he penned a multi-year shoe deal with Adidas and dropped 37 points against the Memphis Grizzlies in the Summer League that day, the most of any player in the summer league that year. I mean, talk about a productive day for Donovan Mitchell. On December 1st, 2017, he scored a, at that time, career high with 41 points in a 114-108 win over the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, He set the Jazz scoring record for a rookie and became the first NBA rookie to score 40 points in a game since Blake Griffin back in 2011. Just stupendous. I mean, 41 points in a game as a rookie is nearly unheard of. I mean, it is is such a rarity that a rookie possesses the kind of skill to hit a 40-point game, especially just a couple months into his professional career. On January 4th, 2018, Mitchell was named the Western Conference Rookie of the Month for his play the previous month, uh, where he was averaging 23.1 points, 3.4 assists, and 3.2 rebounds, um, and not to mention 1.8 steals over the, the course of that month, which is phenomenal uh, just in general but especially for a rookie a few days later Mitchell ended up surpassing Carl Malone for the most 20 plus point games during a rookie season when he had his 19th 20 point game of his rookie year On February 2nd, 2018, Donovan recorded his second 40-point game of his rookie season against the Phoenix Suns. Yes, that's right, the second 40-point game, becoming the first rookie guard to notch two 40-point games since Allen Iverson back in 1996. uh, Before I was born, just to put that into some context... On February 5th, 2018, Donovan was named by the NBA as an injury replacement for Orlando Magic forward Aaron Gordon in the 2018 NBA Slam Dunk Contest. He won the contest, scoring a 48-50 uh, and 50 in the first round, then a 50-48 and 48 in the final round, being the first rookie to win the contest since Zach Levine a few years before. On April 10th, he set a rookie record for the most three-pointers in a season with 186. Ironically enough, though, the game that he was playing when he broke that record was against the Golden State Warriors, which, I'm sure I don't have to tell you, is a team that is known for excellent, otherworldly three-point shooting. Just a couple days later, at the end of the regular season, Mitchell was named the Western Conference Rookie of the Month for both March and April. Mitchell, in his rookie season, led all rookies in scoring with an average of 20.5 points per game, but was sadly beat out by Ben Simmons uh, of the 76ers for Rookie of the Year award in 2018. He didn't let that get to him, though. Uh, He was still on the NBA All-Rookie first team, and so even though he didn't get a chance to be Rookie of the Year, he did lead the rookies in scoring and was on that first team. In his playoff debut against the Oklahoma City Thunder, he recorded 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. Mitchell on that night set a new record for points by a shooting guard in the team's first two postseason games with 55 points, breaking Michael Jordan's previous record of 53 points. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell in his rookie season on his playoff debut was was breaking Michael Jordan records. Uh, Phenomenal. Just an absolutely magnificent game for him and a magnificent season. Mitchell ended up leading the Jazz to a 4-2 series win over the Thunder, averaging 28.5 points a game on 46.2% shooting. Just fantastic. His 171 points in the series were the third most ever by a rookie in his first six playoff games behind only basketball gods Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain. I I can't even express or put into words just how phenomenal some of this stuff is. Uh, As I was researching for for this show, for this episode, this was a stat that I was completely unaware of and was completely shocked by. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain are uh, some fellas who hold records in the NBA that nobody ever foresees being broken, so for Donovan Mitchell to be in that upper echelon, a former Cardinal, is something to be proud of. Sadly, the Utah Jazz uh, would go on to be defeated in the Western Conference semifinals against James Harden and the Houston Rockets in a 4-1 to series, though. What an amazing rookie year. It, it almost sounds like the stats of a 2K character rather than just an NBA rookie. However, there were still greater things to come. In his second year of the NBA, Mitchell didn't seem to let up uh, with the jazz. He, his play continued to improve and he was consistently making highlights for Utah. On March 2nd 2019, Mitchell recorded a career high of 46 points in a 115 to 111 win over the M- Milwaukee Bucks. and then the next month on April 29th, Mitchell tied his career high again of 46 points in the regular season finale as the jazz topped the Denver Nuggets, 118 to 108. He was averaging 23 points on 43% field goal percentage in that season, making him one of the faces of the Utah Jazz and giving NBA fans hope for the next generation of players. However, things didn't quite go as planned in the playoffs that year, as the Jazz would once again be eliminated uh, in the postseason by the Rockets in five games. This time in the first round, though. James Harden and company just proved to be too much of a tough match, and they put a lot of pressure. Uh, on guarding Donovan Mitchell during that series. He struggled mightily in the first two games, being held to just 19 and 11 points respectively. He did manage to have a pair of 30-point games after that, but the damage was already done, and he couldn't save the Jazz from playoff elimination. So he started to focus a little bit more on his third year. Mitchell opened the 2019-2020 season with a 32-point, 12-assist performance and a 105-95 win over the OKC Thunder on October 23rd, 2019. Um, He also tied his career high in January of that year with 46 points uh, against the Pelicans. And then this was some big news. On January 30th of 2020, Mitchell was named an All-Star for the first time in his career being selected as a Western Conference Reserve for the 2019 NBA All-Star Game. On March 11th, 2020, Mitchell and teammate Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19, resulting in the NBA's suspension of its entire season. The league was later reinstated uh, within the NBA bubble four months later, where the Jazz obtained the sixth seed and faced the Nuggets in the first round. On August 17th, 2020, Mitchell set uh, a personal record for him, and it just blows my mind to think that he scored 57 points. 5-7, 57 points in a 125-135 to 135 overtime loss against the Nuggets. That is the third most points uh, made in a single game in playoff history and then just six days later he recorded 51 points to uh, join michael jordan and alan iverson as the only players to score 50 or more points twice in a playoff series sensational that is sensational play going into uh, this current season though during the shortened 2020 offseason Mitchell signed a five-year rookie extension with the Jazz, paying him at least $163 million with an incentivized maximum of $195 million. He's certainly in a good place uh, with the Utah Jazz. I know they really, really love him, and he's becoming kind of the face of their organization. This past season, the Jazz have really hit their stride as Mitchell and Rudy Gobert became a dynamic duo of basketball magic. It just seems like that entire team's chemistry is really coming together. Uh, With Gobert's stellar defense and Mitchell's offense, they have maintained the best record in the entire Western Conference, as well as the entire NBA uh, for nearly the entire season. And at the time of this recording, they are standing at 50 wins and 20 losses. On February 23rd, 2021, Donovan Mitchell was named a Western Conference reserve for the 2021 NBA All-Star Game, marking his second consecutive All-Star selection. That's very impressive. Uh, A lot of players don't ever get to even be an all-star once. So to do it not once, but twice consecutively is really a a real honor, and it speaks to how much the fans enjoy watching Donovan Mitchell play as well. Sadly, though, on April 16th uh, in a matchup against the Indiana Pacers this past year, Mitchell fell really hard while trying to intercept a pass by Edmund Sumner and had to be helped off the court by his coach and teammates. He was diagnosed with a right ankle sprain and would not return to the game against the Pacers. In fact, he still has not returned. X-rays on the ankle came back negative and an MRI revealed that there was no structural damage, but he is still out with that injury. It's still really hurting him. It was just confirmed recently that he's going to be out for the remainder of the regular season, uh, which is... Not much. We're almost at the end of the season, but there is hope that he will be able to return for the playoffs. If he does get the opportunity to return in the playoffs, I think it's very plausible that he could help lead the Utah Jazz to a championship, which would be their first ever. It wouldn't be out of the realm of Donovan Mitchell's abilities. I really don't think so, because he is exhibiting record-breaking types of momentum. I have a lot of faith, and even if it doesn't happen this season, I know that the former Cardinal will likely lead the Jazz to a final, at least in the next few seasons, if not this one. Donovan Mitchell's potential is through the roof. I honestly think that he doesn't even have a ceiling. He could one day, in my opinion, be noted as one of the greatest to ever play the game if he rehabs from this injury properly and continues to work on his game. I mean, it is very rare that a player can have nine 40-point games and two 50-point games in just a few seasons in the NBA. If ever, most, most players never get to experience that kind of offensive greatness like Donovan Mitchell has and the, the skills that he possesses. As it stands now, Mitchell has NBA career game highs of 57 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 5 steals, and 9 three-pointers made. Those numbers are just such a real rarity. You never see that kind of thing uh, coming out of the NBA. And it speaks to his dizzying level of skill. His advanced footwork, great rhythm and feel for the game, and solid pick-and-roll skills are things that he was displaying at the University of Louisville. And those are now skills that are coming into full bloom for all to see on a national scale. Uh, And I think it really looks good on us as Cardinal fans. But with that, guys, that has been our first ever player profile. I'm so glad to have been able to do this episode, and I hope you really enjoyed it. Donovan Mitchell is certainly one of the reasons I'm proud to be a Cardinal, and his play is awe-inspiring. We, as Louisville fans, should really rally behind him in the Jazz with Louisville pride this season, as they hope to make a very deep playoff run. Alrighty, guys, well, we will be back uh, to our regularly scheduled program next week, as I let you guys know the latest in UofL sports news. I'll be sure to backtrack next week to keep you up to date on anything that occurred while I was away on vacation. So until next Wednesday, guys, I'll see you later. And as always, go Cards. Thank you for listening to Believe.